The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of outsourcing, right? I mean, outsourcing equals freedom. Freedom from worry, financial freedom, freedom to be able to enjoy your own success. You know, I'm often asked, is is there one piece of advice that you would give somebody who's, you know, starting up a new business or a new entrepreneur, somebody who wants to go into business? What's like one piece of advice you would give them? And it's this, figure out how to do it and then outsource it. Find somebody else to do it so that you can focus on those things that no one else can do. Because there's a whole bunch of stuff as a new entrepreneur that you do just because you can or you think you're saving yourself money and you're not. Every single time without exception that I have bit the bullet and slowed myself down enough to relinquish the reins, the universe rewards me. And I don't just mean financially. I mean spiritually with my relationships, and then of course financially. And yes, it's a leap of faith, especially when you're broke, especially when your business isn't making any money. That's like the most important time to do it. But again, only after you've kind of figured it out so that you know who it is you wanna outsource this to, so you know how you want it done. It takes a leap of faith, it takes faith in others, and yes, someone will one day do it better than you. The solution that Chris Ducker provides for me in this episode is, well, my husband and I have calculated it. It's going to save us about $42,000 a year, just what I gleaned from this one 30-minute conversation. And it's kind of hard to calculate what it's going to make us. By my rough estimate, we're guessing that the advice from this one show will probably give us a return of no less than a quarter of a million dollars. I'm not kidding. Hopefully that got your attention. You're about to meet Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker is your solution. I'm telling you, entrepreneurs, this is your critical episode. Share this with everyone you know. Chris is a serial entrepreneur. He's the author of the best-selling book, Virtual Freedom. You must own a copy of this if you want to do less and earn more. Chris is originally from the UK. You'll hear his adorable accent. He's the sweetest guy in the whole world. And what I love about him, you know me, he's been married for over 20 years. They have three children. They live in the Philippines. And what Chris does is kind of like a matchmaking service for virtual assistants. He owns a huge facility in the Philippines that basically matches up the perfect virtual assistant to handle all of those tasks that right now you're currently trying to outsource and manage. He owns several businesses in the Philippines, but he's still able to maintain that smart success lifestyle. He does that despite the fact that he is the founder of an amazing co-working space, which combines over 250 full-time employees, as well as an outsourced call center. 
listen, and I don't say this lightly, this may very well be the most financially rewarding episode you will hear on The Shalene Show. Well, my alarm just recently went off. I don't know if you know this, but Chris, I have an alarm on my phone that goes off at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because that's when the people who I work with in the Philippines, I know that they are at their desks and ready for new assignments. And here you are. I'm here, boss. I love it. Let's get to work. (laughs) Well, this is, I hate to say it, but this is a a little bit of a self-serving episode for me um, and also to take care of many of my lifers because- as as you know better than just about anyone, the quality of the people that you find to help you do the things that you're not the best at, even if you can do them, you're not the best at them, but the quality of people that you can find to do those things makes all the difference in your success and your ability to enjoy your success. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, there's no point in doing everything that we do day to day if we can't switch off and have a good time with the people that we love, right? That's right. It took me a long time to figure that out, though. I am um, mm, the daughter <laughs> of an entrepreneur who, to this day, still like tries to do everything himself. And so I just thought that's what you did. You know, I didn't realize until not too long ago that I was, I'd really placed not only a ceiling on my earning potential, but a, a ceiling on my ability to enjoy my success. So before we go much further, I just have to tell people that what we're going to talk about today, it's really important that you have accepted the notion that it's an investment where you will find a return on your investment, but it is a leap of faith for many entrepreneurs, especially when you're like, I don't have extra money, so I'm, I'm just going to have to learn how to code this website myself. Will you speak to that, that misconception that we're suppo- when, when we're not doing well, when our bank accounts aren't overflowing with extra cash, how important it is to take that leap of faith? Yeah, I mean, you know... <sighs> It's a tough one. I think entrepreneurs in general, we're a weird bunch. We're, <laughs> we don't we don't have the same DNA as the rest of the human race. You know what I mean? It's 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 there's something weird going on in there, and I call it superhero syndrome in my mm. book, um, where you know we believe we can do everything ourselves. Uh, even if we do struggle, we still try to do that ourselves. Um, and even when we can't do something, if it's going to help us save money, we'll learn how to do it and then struggle doing it and waste a lot of time anyway. I mean, myself is the perfect example, um, maybe much like your father and much like, you know, so many other entrepreneurs out there in the world, probably some that are listening in right now. They believe that they are the master of the universe, that they can do everything themselves. And it's just not true. I remember when I first started blogging the two, at, at the beginning of 2010, I wanted my blog to look good. Right, so I went out and spent seventy nine ninety nine on a premium WordPress theme. You know, one of these themes that comes yeah. out of the box and it has all the bells and whistles and it looks good and everything. And then what I did is I I, I then decided that over the course of that weekend, I was going to ruin the entire thing <laughs> by becoming a PHP and CSS programmer overnight, you right. know, literally overnight, right? And so um, what did I do then on Monday morning after pulling what little hair that I have left out of my head all weekend, I decided to go ahead and just pay somebody $120 on one of the job posting sites to come and fix all the mess that I had built and, and you know, wow. created for myself. So yeah. that was a major lesson to me. A couple of reasons why. Number one, obviously, I'm not meant to be a programmer. I'm an entrepreneur. That's what I do. I build things to help people. Um, and number two, most importantly, it wasn't as expensive as I thought it was going to be 
to get someone with all that talent and all that knowledge and all that motivation to clean up my mess to do exactly that for me. Um, and that was a big eye-opener. I mean, I'd, I'd worked with VAs on and off for years before then, uh, you know, graphic designers, web developers, you know, accounting, accountants, you know, all these all these types of people that you just hire for sort of ad, ad hoc jobs or a quick project here and there. I'd done that for many, many years. But in terms of actually going online, finding somebody, giving them the work, giving them the access to my website and mm. my servers and all the rest of it. It was scary letting go of that overall control. And I think um, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that. But once I did it and they fixed it and it looked great and it looked exactly the way I wanted it to look before I started messing around, um, I was <laughs> happy. And, and that was what really turned me on to the entire VA world, like hardcore. Like at that point, I started delegating everything to virtual yeah. assistants that I that I didn't have somebody in house already doing for me. It gets exciting. It almost gets addicting. Well, yeah. I mean, but you have to keep yourself accountable. I, I still, from time to time, find myself going, "Oh, this is kind of cool. Let me figure this out." And and wasting time. You know, even today, I recorded a podcast episode, and once the show was over, I went right into my editing software, and oh. and I'm like, "What am I doing?" And I I had to stop myself and go, "There's much better use of my time," oh, and send absolutely. send it off. But my question, you know, for myself personally, the the number one question I have listed at the top of my page to ask you about is, I believe I'm really good at finding good people online. I, I don't know what that is. It, it almost feels like a little bit of intuition. I, I've had great success using, you know, outsourcing sites like Elance and Odesk and Fiverr. But I'm, I, I don't know what it is, but I just am not trying to break here. But I'm really good at finding great providers. What I haven't been able to find is somebody who can do that. Like find me more, right. someone who, right. and then someone who can manage them, because there is a, you know, especially when you're working with uh, freelancers from all around the world in different countries and different languages and different projects, there are times where people just suddenly disappear, and or they don't turn in the work at a level of quality of which you'd become accustomed mm -hmm. to, right. and 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 managing that can become a full time job. And what I want to know is, how do you find somebody who can manage that process? It, you know, it's tough, which is probably one of the reasons why you haven't been able to do it yet. Mm. Um, I always, I always suggest that one of the easiest things to do in regards to creating that role for someone is, is to look at what you've already got on board already. Like, how many, how many VAs are you currently employing right now? Well, I I don't know if I would call any of them VAs. What we okay. what I currently do is I just have this huge team of consultants um, okay. doing everything from you know one one person specifically making all of my graphics for Instagram and another person specifically uh, doing some video editing and then three or four people doing um, audio editing for podcasts. So it's a whole bunch of people. Okay, so all these people are basically paid on a per hour or per job basis, or do you pay them a full time wage or a retainer? All per job. Okay, great. Okay, so this is where the problem is probably stemming from. Ooh, from I my like experience. this. Okay. What you need to do is bring on board a team member. And I mean a real team member. I'm not saying that these people are not part of Team Johnson. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that 
at all, right? Because they obviously are. They're doing work for you on a regular basis and mm-hmm. knocking out great stuff for you that's representing your brand well online. People are falling in love with it over and over and over again. They're, they're, they're doing what they're being paid to do. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Until you hire, particularly with Filipino workers as well, and I've lived in the Philippines for 14 years. My wife is Filipina. And, you know, this is I'm part of the culture here. Mm-hmm. I know what works and what doesn't work. Until you actually bring on board somebody full-time as a true blue member of the team that you're paying a monthly salary to month in month out you will not be able to have somebody else hire all those extra and manage Mm -hmm. all those extra people for Mm -hmm. you 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 need to really bring somebody in and start mentoring them and start working with them day to day on the guts the ins and outs the its and the bits as i sometimes call it mm-hmm. um inside your business everything from just managing a wordpress site to you know firing off emails to that uh you know that podcast editor hey there's a new episode up in dropbox get mm. to work that sort of stuff you shouldn't be doing that you're going to have your gva or your general virtual assistant doing that for you and after a while you'll see that as long as you can find the right person to begin with you'll see that that person will grow very, very slowly but surely over the course of six to maybe eight months or so. And at that point, you can step away from managing all those other people and actually start focusing on your business again. Mm. Because right now what you are, by working with all those people individually, you're a manager of people. You need to be running your business. And you can get someone to manage those people for you in the role of a full-time project manager. But you've got to hire somebody full-time. Even if you haven't got 40 hours a week worth of work for them right now, they will have 40 hours a week worth of work sooner or later. Oh, you've got yeah. to bring them on board. You've got to pay them well. You've got to treat them well, which I'm sure you do all you guys. And you know, just really be that, be that, that source for them to learn what goes on behind the scenes of Team Johnson and really mentor them and, and take them up to the next level. Chris, is this your area of expertise? Virtual assistance and team yeah, building? Yeah, just really finding that GVA. Yes, that's all we do at virtualstarfinder.com. That's all we do, GVAs. That's it. And, we, we don't do any more. Okay, so a GVA, just to d- make that distinction for people, is someone who's basically doing what I'm doing right now, which is managing <laughs> all these individual little projects, correct? Well, they're, well they're, they're, you know, they're doing that. They're updating your Facebook page with a new a podcast or, or video or blog post. So it's not just managing a people. A GVA oh, no. can, can do that as well as tasks Other themselves tasks. okay absolutely in fact actually that they should in all in all honesty they should start out doing those tasks for you to learn the business to learn what makes you tick and the way that you like things done because they might have the skill set they might have the experience they might have the right attitude the right mindset but they've never worked for you they don't know how you want things done so the only way to be able to show them is to physically do it once screen record drop the video in the dropbox and get them to then go ahead and take that task over from you going forward. And you've you've got you know that 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 training is never ending, mm-hmm. always developing, always evolving. Um, and just as long as you're smart with your time and the way that you train your VAs, I'm a video recording freak. Mm. I record everything. I don't care if it's a thirty second screen flow, you know, quick screencast. Mm or a full-blown 30-minute training video with ScreenFlow and, and, and ScreenCast, I will knock that out and I'll dump everything. I have over 100 training videos in Dropbox wow. right now. Wow. And, you know, my team has access to certain folders. Not everybody has access to everything because I don't want to muddle their minds. Um, and uh, I know now by doing that, 
if at some point in the future somebody leaves or I have to, unfortunately, I have to let go of somebody or something along those lines, ultimately that training material ain't going nowhere. I don't have to do it all over wow. again. I can just pass somebody onto a video and they can watch that video a couple of times and get to work. So that's the way I work with my team amongst other things. You just but- made my headache go away. <laughs> The, no, it really did. Not, yeah, it's still there, but no. it, it might go away sooner it, or later. No, <laughs> but no, but like literally just knowing the solution is is huge and God is my witness. You know, I have to be honest and say this is this is such an important call for those people who have kind of come to accept the fact that I can't do it all and it's not right. saving me money. It's actually costing me money. This has been my challenge and and I know for many people they're at a stage where they're just they're not here yet meaning they're not looking for a, a general virtual assistant. They're really just struggling, grappling with the idea that they should be outsourcing some very basic things. So let's walk it back a couple of steps to that entrepreneur who basically has just started their own online business. And they can't even imagine right now outsourcing something as simple as making graphics because they're like, well, I can use Canva and I can make it myself in 15 or 20 minutes. So why would I outsource that? Or, you know, I can schedule my own tweets. It only takes me a couple of minutes a day. Right. Speak to those people who they keep adding on the, well, but it just takes a couple of minutes, but I can do it. See, that's superhero syndrome. Mm. That's, that's where I was years and years and years ago before I hit burnout and slammed into a wall at 180 miles an hour. One morning I woke up. I could not get out of bed. My body had given up an hour. I'm not exaggerating. Mm. I was, I'd been working 16-hour days for about three years building my business. We had about 120 employees at the time. And I woke up, literally one day I woke up and I couldn't get out of bed. My wife was incredibly scared. Mm. Um, called the doctor. Doctor came around. He's suffering from exhaustion. Yeah. He needs to rest. Um, put me on antidepressants. Believe it or not, first time I've ever been on any sort of real hardcore medicine or anything like that in my life. Scared the living bejesus out of me. Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, 2010, I put in place this goal to become a virtual CEO and remove myself from the business. And that's what I've done. We're now at 300 employees. We're making four times as much money. And I only work two or three hours a week on those businesses now. Wow. So the fact of the matter is, yes, I was that micromanaging, paper-pushing over-the-shoulder micromanaging boss um, and overpowering entrepreneur. But I I woke up and I smelt that coffee real bad and I decided to really start removing myself and my business and I did that. And you or anybody else that's listening in can do exactly the same thing. I can tell you that right now. That superhero syndrome is fundamentally paralyzing the growth of your businesses. That's fact right there. I believe every entrepreneur will come to a junction at some point in their career as they're building their business and they'll have one or two options. This is the crossroads, Mm -hmm. okay? One or two options. Option number one is to build a team and get smart about it. Option number two is to continue on the road on your own, micromanaging everything and ultimately hit that wall and burn out because it will happen. Everybody I know that has continued on that side of the road has burnt out in some capacity. Sometimes it hurts physically, sometimes it's spiritually, sometimes it's emotionally, but it's always financially. I've seen that over and over and over again because when you can't work and you're the only one doing all the work, you don't make any money. And that's really what it comes down to. So you build your team. That's what you do. You build your team. Um, And I have an exercise that I did myself back in late 2009 when I hit that wall. 
and I didn't really, I didn't have a sexy name for it or anything. Myself and my wife, we checked into the Shangri-La Resort here in Cebu City, which is where we live here in the Philippines. And we had a few nights there with no computers. And I had, you know, everything from bar napkins to, you know, the little notepads that you, they put next to the phone in the hotel room. Mm -hmm, so all mm -hmm. these little lists of tasks that I'd been doing that <laughs> fell into one of three, one of three categories. Number one, list of tasks that I absolutely hate doing, but I have to do them because my business demands them of me. Mm -hmm. That was the first list. The second list was a list of all the things that I couldn't do, I was struggling with, but I was still trying to do it myself because of my own superhero syndrome. I had to get real and fess up pretty heavily at that point. And then the third list, and this was probably the toughest list to kind of put all of the individual tasks into because the, the third list is a list of all the things that I felt that as the business owner that I am, as the entrepreneur that I, that I am living and breathing and wanting to do other things and build new stuff, there's a technical word for you, <laughs> I, I really shouldn't have been doing mm. in my business. Mm -hmm. And so, and the reason why that was so tough was because, you know, some of these tasks I actually probably enjoyed doing. Some of them I was actually very, very good at doing. But the question again was, should I be doing them mm -hmm. as the head honcho? Yeah. And so what it is, I, I kind of put all these tasks together. And now in my, in my book, I, t I call it the three lists to freedom exercise. It's bang smack right at the beginning of the book and it comes up in almost every other chapter because it's that important to the overall concept of working with virtual staff to create that entrepreneurial freedom. And as I always say, bring a little calm to the entrepreneurial storm. Well, we are, I think, I, Siamese twins separated at birth. This is one of the first <laughs> things we do at, at Smart Success. And in addition to that, I'm sure it's, I haven't seen your list, but especially because entrepreneurism now, nowadays is so different where it's so intertwined with our personal lives. So, yes. you know, you're taking a, a, a call on your headset and at the same time you're running to the mall to, you know, return a birthday gift and pick up groceries to cook dinner and you're folding laundry and uh, listening to a conference call. And, and so much of our personal lives and personal responsibilities are intertwined with our, our business and professional lives. You know, if if I'm overwhelmed because there's a stack of laundry, does that make me a better mom or does it make me a better mom if I pay somebody to do the laundry so that when my kids come home, I actually am in a good mood and can be present? There you go. That's it. This is exactly where I'm coming from. And, and, and I find also when you talk about the personal life of an entrepreneur, yes, it's entwined with the business and everything. I 100% agree with you on that as well. But along with the, the grass cutting and the picking up of the laundry and running to get the birthday cakes and all that sort of stuff, like that's 100%, you know, correct. However, there's also on the other side of that fence, the things that you want Mm. to be doing mm. that you're currently probably not doing yes. with your with your loved ones because you're so ingrained with work or whatever else it is that you're focused in on like i did a podcast interview about two weeks ago where the guy that was interviewing me said if you could inject an extra hour this is a true true question and answer i promise if you could inject an extra hour into your day as an entrepreneur what would you do Great question. Yeah. I mean, imagine having an extra 60 minutes a day out of nowhere, 25 hours a day instead of 24, right? What would you do as an entrepreneur? And I said, well, I got to be honest with you. I'm doing everything I want to do right now as an entrepreneur every day. I would take off the entrepreneur hat and put on the dad hat mm. and I would sit and play with Lego mm. for an extra hour 
with my youngest, with my son. You know? I love and, that. And you know what? The beautiful thing is that I've got my point, I've got myself to a point in my career because of the teams that I built up, both with my physical businesses as well as my online businesses. I've got to the point where if I want to spend an extra hour playing with Lego, I can just go ahead and do it. Yes. And, and that's really, and whether it be with my kid or on my own, I can do it, you know? What's the first step? You know, I let's say I'm a new entrepreneur. I'm right. overwhelmed. I'm feeling all these things. And Chris, I don't have the extra money to do this, but I'm I'm going to take that leap of faith and I hear you. What's the first step? What's a little baby step that I can get a taste of success delegating? Yeah, I mean, the, the first step is to put together those three lists of freedom. Mm. And I'm serious. Like, that's what I did when I burnt out, right? So... And and that's why it's right at the front of the book, and that's mm. why it's 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 the one thing when I when I keynote on this subject to live audiences, this is the exercise I leave everybody with at the end of that keynote. So if you do, if you take nothing else away from today, please make sure you do this exercise on the way home. I love because that because it, it it's a game changer. It honestly changed my life. It changed the way. I live my life, not just the way I, I run, support, and grow my businesses, but it changed the way that I actually live my life, first and foremost, as a best friend to my wife, secondly, as a father to my kids, and then thirdly, as an entrepreneur and as a boss and everything else that goes along with it. It has changed my life, hands down. So that's the first step is to really do that, that three list of freedom uh, exercise. Um, and if anybody listening in wants to check it out, I have a video version of that um, exercise yes. blog. Okay, yes, so I'll please. give you the URL real quick. Okay. ChrisTucker.com forward slash three lists. Easy to remember. And of course, I'll put it in the show notes. Now, am I missing a special place that exists on the internet um, where we can really find great people to consult with other than Elance and Odesk and Fiverr? Well, you know what? When, when, you start outsourcing when you're dipping your toe in that that outsourcing mm -hmm. stream for the first time. Those really are the best sites to go to because you get the opportunity to be able to test things out for very little financial investment. Um, it gives you the idea of what it's actually like as well to work with somebody at an arm's length because you're talking via the internet in ways that you would talk with people once you hire them full time and bring mm -hmm. them on board. Um, and, you know, honestly, it's, it's a task here or a task there. It's, I need a new logo done. Boom. I need this 45 minutes of my latest audio keynote transcribed mm -hmm. into Word so that I can put it into an ebook and give it away as an opt in magnet on my site. Right. You know, these are the things that you can do relatively easily with no massive investment involved. Every time I outsource something, every time I find someone who, even if they don't do it exactly the way I want it done initially, I know eventually they'll do it a hundred times better than me. Can you address to those people who they, they think, okay, I tried, I tried to hire somebody to do X, Y, Z and they disappeared or they, um, they didn't return the work to me on time. How important it is to persevere. Uh, I mean, incredibly, unless you just want to give up and carry on doing it all yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's really what it comes down to. I think what, what is incredibly important for everyone to truly understand is that it's very rare for you to get any kind of relationship working perfectly 
right out the gate. Mm -hmm. That's why we go through dating right. Right, as adolescents, right? You're not going to, I mean, very rare. You hear a few people marrying the first person they ever kissed and stuff, but I mean, it's very, 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 very rare. And, and it's very rare that the first employee you ever hire Mm -hmm. is going to end up becoming your CEO, mm -hmm. you know, and so that you can float around on your boat or whatever. You know, <laughs> it, it's really rare for that to happen. And working with VAs and other types of virtual staff, let me tell you something. There's not a whole lot of difference between working with somebody physically within your facility or your office. There honestly really isn't. I, I often joke, but I'm, I'm saying it, I'm joking a little tongue-in-cheek here, but I often joke and say that virtual staff can do pretty much anything that physical staff can do except make your cups of coffee and pick up your dry cleaning. <laughs> Right, that's very true. They literally yeah. can nowadays. They can because of all the tools and the resources that are online. Uh, they they really honestly can. So I mean, we have a staff yeah. here at Team Johnson, and and they're amazing. And this is the truth about the only time that I see them. I maybe see them once every two weeks, work related. Mm -hmm. But we we exercise together, and and so we we go and take classes together, or they'll they'll come here to my my home and we work out together. And I just I really believe in hiring a team that understands the value of exercise even though we're not an exercise company we teach personal and business development but exercise makes you more productive makes you more creative makes you happier makes you feel better makes you feel more confident so that's about the only thing we do together other than that they technically speaking are a virtual staff for me we right. communicate virtually so I'm really excited about exploring this. And, and if I can ask a few questions that I know our listeners will have too. So I'm outsourcing some things and, uh, you know, it's, it's becoming cumbersome. I, I, you know, now I'm in charge of X number of projects and people and different consultants. So what are you going to do for me? How, how will you know who's the right person for me? What can I expect to pay them on a monthly basis if we're talking about someone who's full time? Okay, so I mean, in terms of salary, obviously this is something that changes all the time. So mm -hmm. depending on when somebody's listening into this, if it's a year from now, it's going to be different. I can sure. say that right now. Um, but ultimately, you know, a starting salary for a general virtual assistant here in the Philippines is probably around about $600 US per month, full time. Wow. Okay, so it's a very, very small salary compared to what you would pay for somebody full time in the United States. Yes. But understand, obviously, cost of living here in the Philippines is way less than it is in the United States. Okay. Um, one of the reasons why I love it so much here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that being said, um, you know, that's a starting salary. That will usually, if somebody's really good, that will usually increase three months in. And then again, maybe six months in and then maybe every year from there on in, right? So I have a VA now, Michelle. She's been with me for five years. She does all of my inbox and social media management. Um, a lot of the times when people uh, see something up on Facebook or Twitter or Google+, I'm not the one writing that mm -hmm. in terms of, uh, in terms of, you know, providing links and things. Interaction, all me. I yes. do 30 minutes a day on social media and it's all me. I guarantee it. But in terms of posting links and videos and images and stuff like that, I don't do any of that. It's your okay. content, but someone else is posting it for Absolutely. you. Sure. Right. But her, you know, her written uh, grammar and her grasp on the English language is fantastic. She does a lot of my email management as well. I get about 200 emails a day. I'm sure you get a boatload as well. <laughs> and I'm not going to be one of those entrepreneurs that sits in my inbox for six hours a day. It's just not going to happen. So yeah. that's the way I manage it. So something, somebody like Michelle, now she started five years ago. She started on 350 bucks. 
Wow. And at that point, she had three, four years experience. So you can see how the salary kind of scale has increased ridiculously over the last few years. Sure. Now, she, however, now is on 1200 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. So that's a very big salary for somebody here in the Philippines working from home. Hmm. A very big salary. Really? And honestly speaking, probably a little more than I should even be paying for what she does because she doesn't really work 40 hours a, a week. It's more like 25 hours a week or uh. so. Um, and But here's, here's the fact of the matter is, she knows me and yes. she knows what I like and how I want it done. Yes, and, I'm happy and to that's overpay priceless. Her. Yes, so I don't have to worry about it. Absolutely. Boom, that's it. So that's kind of a salary range. Anything between sort of six to $800 starting based on experience level and what you need them to do and that sort of type of thing. But that grows over time, obviously. Um, I mean, I know some people People that pay their GVAs and their project managers, you know, upwards of two and a half, sometimes three thousand dollars, because mm. they literally couldn't run their businesses without wow. them. That's so, awesome. You know, yeah, that's the way that works. Now, in terms of the way that we work, in terms of like finding people, yes. uh, I'll just break down the process so that you can understand. Okay. And I mean, it's kind of cool. Also, even if even if you or anybody else listening doesn't end up going down this route in regards to hiring us, it doesn't matter. The fact is the process is is in place and it's, it's doable on your own, but it means you have to do all the work, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so what we do first and foremost is we, once somebody signs up, we send them through a, uh, a blank job description document, which kind of categorizes all the different things involved in hiring somebody full time. So everything from expectations of working hours, um, how much you want to pay them, what their role is going to be, the task you want them to do, all that sort of stuff. Okay. And so you fill that out and you send it back to your uh, your, your project manager within the team here mm -hmm. and they will they will check it. If there's anything in there that is too outlandish in regards to the type of people that we hire or, or, or rather match for people to hire um, will tell you outright like we mm -hmm. get a lot of people that seem to think that general virtual assistants are graphic designers mm. or web developers and they're not that's mm -hmm. a totally different role right. the number one rule to, to building a great virtual team is to hire for the role not for the task mm -hmm. hire for the role not for the task I've said it a gazillion times and I'll say it another gazillion times in the next <laughs> 30 days probably and then what we do is we will go through that job description we'll make sure that it's 100 percent solid and that you're happy with it we're happy with it and that's when the sourcing process begins we have thousands of vas in our database um and we'll go through and we'll kind of match them with wow. certain analytics that we've built and we have a proprietary system internally that runs through all that stuff relatively quickly for us and then what we do is we go ahead and actually start interviewing them and for each role that we will hire for you we will probably get to the point of interviewing initially interviewing probably around 25 to 30 people wow and that's not an inflated number wow. at all um and then from there we'll very quickly break it down to probably eight or nine people that are really solid and at that point we'll go ahead and shortlist the three that we feel the most you know the most solid with and the most happy with and we'll present them to you uh, as the client along with obviously their full resume we get them to do grammar tests um, we do a personality test an IQ test with them and all that sort of stuff and then at that point you interview those three people mm -hmm. via Skype and you hire the one you like the most it's that simple now if you were to do all that yourself you'd also have to handle obviously all of the you know the the application process so you put you know what it's like you put oh, something up I, and I wouldn't even know where to start I wouldn't right. this it's just it's a beautiful thing yeah, it's and, a and this is thing. the reason why we did it. You know, I'm I'm a big believer that you can buy time. <laughs> I believe you can buy 
time. Of course you can. And and so, but you'd be surprised how many people think that's complete poppycock. Mm -hmm. It's it's not. It's doable. And that's the reason why we created Virtual Starfinder in the first place is to solve that problem of someone saying, oh, I don't have the time to go through 150 applications to hire one person. Well, that's okay. We'll do it for you. Well, you can buy okay, so my yeah. uh, final two questions, I know we have to wrap up, is number one, what type of investment, I, I recognize that there's a, a you know pretty large scale in which people can look at hiring a virtual assistant. That piece, I understand, really depends upon what it is you need and, sure. and what type of work you have. But in terms of the investment with your company, what can someone expect to to pay your company for these services? And what type of and again, I'm sure there's a variable here, but what type of turnaround? So if I say, um, Chris, let's do it. Let's start tonight. How right. long can I expect? I guess it'd be, let's start this morning because <laughs> you're on the other side of the world. Right. Uh, but how much, how long before I have my uh, GVA? Well, it's, it's, so right now it's $4.95. That's a cost. It's Ugh. a one time fee. It's $495. Bucks, it's and you simple. Pay it, and then we get a, yeah, do you yeah, want my credit it. card it, number now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you on, know, I'm not on kidding. The podcast yes. for everyone. Okay. <laughs> No. Let's go. Um, so yeah, so that's the fee currently. Again, that might change at some point in the future. So I'll put that little disclaimer in there. But Got it. that is that is where we're at right now. Um, and I mean, the usual process takes no longer than ten to fourteen days. Wow. Usually, um, and that includes you know getting the interviews in place with yourself and you actually doing those interviews. And every now and then we might have somebody that has to you know reschedule or something along those mm -hmm. lines. So it can sometimes go a little longer. But I mean, if you're gung ho and you want to, you want to get this to happen, you know, as, as quickly as possible today, um, then you know it will take no longer than usually that. Usually, when we experience delays, it's from the client side and not our mm -hmm. side mm -hmm. or the VA side. Uh, virtualstaffinder.com. I'm there. And thank you also for sharing with us the the video. I I think it's a fantastic way for people to just. It's going to be there in your own handwriting, your own assessment of those things that you probably should not be doing. And that so video was Chris, and we'll put all of these links, by the way, in my in my show notes, which is shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. But that was chrisducker.com forward slash three list. Is it singular There's or plural? There is a, yeah, three lists. lists. Great. And is, is there another place where you would send people to learn more about what it is you do? Well, I mean, obviously the book, Virtual Freedom. You can grab that on Amazon. But I mean, ultimately, everything I kind of put together content-wise is on chrisducker.com. But there are a couple of other articles, actually, that you should probably reference because I think one of the big things that people come across is, what do I give my VA to do? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what they can oh. do for me. So we actually have chrisducker.com forward slash 101, which is 101 tasks. Yeah. You can outsource to all the different types of VAs. Um, and then we also have chrisducker.com forward slash 25 tasks, which are 25 tasks. They're the most 25 tasks put together for general virtual assistance at one specific role. We surveyed thousands of people, and these are the 25 tasks that came up over and over and over and over again. So it gives you a good starting place to sort of figure out what they could potentially do for you. Chris, you are a game changer. This is so incredibly valuable. So many great places for people to, you've, you've, this is how you take your business to the next level without putting yourself into a state of exhaustion. This is how you're able to enjoy the success that you're creating today. So it has been a pleasure and an honor for me to spend this time with you today. Oh, the honor has been all mine. Thank you very much for having me on. 
Thanks for listening, lifers. Shalene invites you to join her for her free coaching program designed to help you get organized, productive, and laser-focused on what really matters. To sign up for her free video coaching program, please visit 30daypush.com. Wow, 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 wow,